I've been told that this is not for children. So if you are a child, stop listening. And welcome to Verbal Distillery. Uh, we're going to talk a little whiskey and find out why Ryan prefers suede over leather. I, it's kind of the feel. I mean, I know Ryan that people sticks usually, to leather. You know, yeah, <laughs> that, you do the whole thing where it peels up, and you're like, "Did some of me get left behind?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm always afraid. I I don't want to leave some of my skin behind, you know, or my hair. I mean, I'm losing pretty lost of that. So. Like skin grafts are required on your thighs. <laughs> exactly. You just got to stop wearing those tight biker shorts. Nobody wants to see that. But you know, nobody. I need, I need to highlight certain parts of my. I like it. Masculinity. Really? <laughs> He's too tall to make that even work. I mean, it's just like, you get too long of legs. Did it works I for women, but not for... Yeah. ever tell you guys, and I might have because we've talked a lot about weird stuff on this podcast, but I used to have the cliche gym teacher wrestling coach that also taught biology who would wear his wrestling shorts. So he wore those like polyester shorts. Yes. And like, the, and, like right the polyester. He'd wear like a polo top. A polo top. Just below the crotch. Yes. And his wrestling shorts. And like, like if he shifted wrong one ball might yeah. fall out of the leg or something like that. he was like a large man. Like oh, I don't mean in his shorts but like he had a gut. Like it was not it was very uncomfortable. Like, Did you write your name in the back of your notebook with his last name? No. Like Celesta St. John. No. <laughs> wow. Your secret high school crush. Oh. I just love a man in a headband. <laughs> and like, tight little shorts. Please just stay behind the desk. Because he's super please sweaty just when he's kissing desk. me. The sweat doesn't get on to me. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh and Gross. he did have long, stringy, like a comb over. Oh. Oh, kind of like, um, uh, I just, for the first time this past Halloween, like, I don't know when this episode airs, but this is pretty much like, you know, week, well, not, not quite a week yet, but since Halloween, but I, for the first time, which surprisingly, most people thought like, you haven't seen that movie. I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time. I haven't seen that either. Really? I saw that Megan had posted that and yeah. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen that. I told her, I was like, I was like, no, I've never, I mean, like, I've heard some of the songs. I know, you know, I know the actors, yeah, I know Tim the Curry's songs, in it like... and stuff. You know, and but like I had never seen it, and I finally watched it. And when you say the long stringy hair, it makes me think of that Butler character. Yeah. You know who? Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Holds up. It's really good. I didn't like the ending though. The ending just kind of like it's like okay, the whole thing is supposed to be absurd and crazy and kind of like you know you got to think about when they aired this movie. I mean this. I mean that. Oh my God, was it eighties or even seventies? I don't seventies. I thought seventies. So it's still like taboo subjects, you know, right. talking about transvestites, gay, lesbian, all that kind of stuff. Transgender. Which, transgender, sorry. And well, um, then they call them true, but it's true. But she's right. She's right. So transgender issues and things, and it was just like it was really good touching on a lot of those subjects. But then the ending just went batshit crazy. It's <laughs> like it's like it, I, I kind of feel that like the cocaine that was fueling this story kind of ran out towards the end of the script and they just were like, and this is what we're going to do. <laughs> you know? I mean, but it is a great movie though. It's well worth watching whether you like the ending or not. Like I want cause Megan was just like, you haven't, you haven't seen Rocky Bridge. I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of people are surprised. Even though I wore a lot of black in high school. How often never... does it come up in conversation? Like, oh, I mean, excuse me, Joe. Actually, quite common. It is. <laughs> I mean, when I'm applying for a loan, they they, they get they want my social security number. And have you get, seen? And have you seen Rock and Roll Picture Show? Nope. You're only approved for this amount. Like, I literally the next day, my credit on on my credit cards doubled. Wow. wow. They doubled. It's called the Tim Curry Credit Advance. Oh. You know? So it's like, now it's like, I was approved for this amount. Now I'm approved for this amount. Thank you for watching Rock or Her Picture. You know, that though. wouldn't surprise me because our technology is listening to us at all times. Yeah, it is. So. It's tracking what we watch and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I one of these days, I just want to, like, go through Netflix and just find all the raunchy shows and just play, like, two seconds of it just to see what's, well, you watch this, so Netflix recommends this. Well, and it's just, like, all this raunchy crap. And then Alexa talks to you, like... She's a whore, you know, after that. Well, she has been answering to bitch lately, oh, so wow. no, no, no she hasn't. Well, she listened better. Well, uh, you can program her to, to oh you, can, you can change her name. Like, ah. You can change the name that you want. You can be like, you know. Yeah. You can be, hey, whore. 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 What can I do for you? <laughs> I'd like to find a notice, the closest brothel. It'd be my pleasure. <laughs> If only. Do they still have so, those? 
I don't think we did any introduction. I think we kind of went no, right we into riffing. Oh, here, dang it. Uh, I'm I Joe. I don't know who I am. You're Ryan. Oh, thank you. He'll be playing the part of Dr. Frank Footer tonight. <laughs> Frank Footer or Frank Furter? I think it was, I think you're right. I think it was Frank Furter. Frank Furter. Yeah, I think it was Frank Furter. Is that Rocky Horror? Yeah. Oh, bringing it back. Yep. Celesta, me. I am. Perfect. All right, so anything crazy <laughs> happen to anybody? Oh, you mean besides the fact that we were just almost hit by a pickup truck on the way over? Yeah, we were almost hit by a pickup truck. <laughs> well, we would have hit them, actually. Well, yeah, in your tiny little fault. fit, it would we would have been destroyed. You would have been fine. You were in the backseat. Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, I would have like like used you two as basically... You saw it coming. Yeah. You almost rolled launched up. yourself out of the car. Yeah. yeah. Rolled just roll. Just street. roll. That's, that's what my Indiana Jones training <laughs> has taught me over the years. And roll. Yeah, we have Who a cat, cat in here? I did, because I love them. Okay? I love cats. Cats, they just got such attitude. Yeah. This is like, why you like being treated like shit. No. <laughs> I like choosing things and having discernible choices. What does that have to do That's with That's what cats cat? are like. They choose people. They choose when they want to show you affection, when they just want to be by I themselves. I disagree. They I think assholes. cats look at you like they look at every other prop around the house. Like, do I want to play with this tennis ball or this bald man with a beard? <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I, I feel disagree. like they just use you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's like, my thing. I and I was not... a cat owner, so don't I? I do have some ability to talk in this. We watched the cat documentary one time, and remember how they said that only domestic cats purr because they figured out that it gets them stuff. Yeah, well, they didn't figure it out. It was yeah, it was, they figured it out. They're like, oh, if I purr, it's... this human feeds me or pets. Me. I mean, you're you're making evolution out to be like this thinking moving thing hey, but that's not how lions can purr but they don't do it into adulthood so why is that well we don't know because they only purr after they've eaten us yeah. <laughs> that's the problem that is the problem anyway do lions it's like a tree does a tree fall in the woods if you haven't heard it <laughs> if you're not there to hear it it's like well or does a tree make a sound if it falls yeah. in the woods the same thing does a lion purr after it eats you i don't know i'm being digested Interesting concept. <laughs> Tell us more. I don't know. I'm just making this shit up as I, I go. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, shocking. So, all right. So, if nobody has any like weird or adventurous thing that happened to them, I mean, I can't think of anything. I mean, I could tell you some of our adventures, but I know you don't want to hear about it. No, we're not getting that <laughs> sticky. <laughs> but, uh, but I think we can get right no in. No comment. Uh, we can get right into the whiskey. You weren't there. Oh, what? Oh, what? Huh? Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's get into it. It was sticky and, and he <laughs> wasn't me? there? Wow. This is interesting. Weird. What are we drinking? Elijah Craig Small Batch, which we have reviewed Elijah Craig before. I can't remember if it was a store pick or if it wasn't. We've done store picks and non store picks. Yeah, this is a. Technically, this is actually single barrel, not a small batch. Oh, okay. This is single barrel Elijah Craig store pick from Gomer's here in Kansas City. Yep. Gomer's is a liquor store. I saw it when I was there stopping in. A week or so ago. Typically, Elijah Craig is one of my main go-tos, as I know it is yours, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very naturally. Really it's liked. very peanut butter. Like it, honestly, it's it's very much the regular Elijah Craig. It's very much uh, reminds me of peanut butter cups. When I yeah, it. it's very peanutty nowadays. It wasn't. It was slightly peanutty back in the day when I was a little older, when I was twelve years. But right. I always liked the fact that the older twelve year is very, um, like. Malty, but like in a chocolatey malt sort of way. Right. Uh, this, I think the younger stuff doesn't necessarily give off as much of that, but yeah. They, um, the Elijah Craig, this usually retails for what, around like 29 It's gone up, yeah. Dollar. Now it's around yeah. 30 bucks. It's around 30 I bucks. I swear when I. Ooh, a whole dollar. No, no, but I mean. No, but it used to be. I like, thought it was like low 20s. Yeah. I like thought it was like 22. You get it for like, yeah, 22 is where I was going to go to. And now it's most like, stores, it's between 27 to 30 bucks. Um, but, which still isn't. Horrible. Presentation is good. It's got a big, large cork. Um, it's it, honestly the the shape of the bottle always reminds me of a casket. It's got a yep. big, large cork. Yeah, and uh, BLC. It's called the BLC. <laughs> the BLC. Big, large cork. Uh, it's like it reminds me of the shape of a casket. Actually, uh, it does. You're right. It is. It I, does. I never it's, thought about it's that. It's a very rounded type Even casket. It's been around a couple of years yeah. now. This new this new bottle. Is um. Yeah. I mean, it's a simple logo. I mean, it's there's not much to this, but no. there's there's not much to love, but there's not much to hate either. It's just it's a very basic bottle. Um, uh, well, other than the shape of it, but logo wise, it's just kind of mm-hmm. there. Um, 
They don't even have anything on the back, so no. No, they don't. Their information is a sticker on the side. Oh, yeah. the side. Has some stuff. They don't do because you know they got to have their like Surgeon General. But they don't give the like... whole you know history of no, urban America. No, not like that Chikuro we reviewed. Which, <laughs> oh, we might need to touch on that. Like we did. By the way, since if you know our new format now, we're focusing mainly on alcohol stories because we just think you know they go hand in hand, verbal distillery, etc. We did stop posting some of our ep- older episodes up there because of the fact that they were with the new format we thought it'd be too confusing especially yeah. for anybody new coming up there so we don't want to confuse you well we might have to re- <laughs> end up reviewing some of the the ones we've already reviewed i mean that kind of opens it up for That's us true. but there was one we reviewed very early on called chakura and literally it was the longest description i have ever seen on a whiskey body of my life it It, was it was basically a novel yeah it was awesome though and i believe joe read it all yep Mm -hmm. it was amazing (laughs) i fell asleep halfway through i don't recall what happened after that how could you dude it was it was it was it was about it was a guy no it was i'm just saying i'm joking how long no 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 no. it's about a native american who like he had his tribe was like got killed by this local village and like he tried to I don't know if he tried to extract revenge or something happened and he ended up getting hunted and he ended up throwing himself off the cliff. And that's where the whiskey comes and, from. And he, and at the same time cursing the land when oh, he did that's this right. as well. Yeah. And that's why that whiskey was kind of shitty. Oh. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was bad. Um, 94 proof. Okay. That's what they always do. Even whether it's a small batch or otherwise. So smooth. This is still very this smooth. Is... This is good. This kind of tastes like regular Elijah Craig to me a little bit. But it's good. You like mm-hmm. regular Elijah Craig. You I know. I'm just saying. It's like there's not like, okay. So for those of you who are un, uh, who don't know what a store pick is, yeah. is like, okay, so you can go to any of your liquor stores and I guarantee you Elijah Craig, the regular Elijah Craig is out there in abundance. You can pretty much go to major li- any major liquor store and find regular Elijah Craig. Store picks are ones where the store requests from the distillery, uh, hey, we want to do a special select barrel. So there's some barrels that when they're being like, when they're trying to weed out like the flavor profiles that match what they consider to be Elijah Craig, there's some barrels that don't quite hit that. So they set those aside. So they don't taste the exact same as as a regular Elijah Craig. So... They the the those open to people to come and pick barrels is and the regular Elijah Craig is mixed barrels. Yeah, small yeah batch. it's okay. mixed small, small batch. batch. Yeah, which this, doesn't really. But mean this is anything. a single use. It. Yeah, because yeah. it's a barrel pick. Because yeah. it's a barrel pick. Because you pick the barrel and like they just bottle just... it. Yeah. So you get to go out. I mean, like it depends on how you do it. Some distilleries will send you samples of like three or four different barrels. And I think that's pick. what Elijah Craig does now. That's know, what they do. Yeah. Much, yeah. Buffalo Trace is pretty big on wanting you to come out and pick. They will send samples on something like Buffalo Trace. Yeah. But if it's if any, you can get out there, they would like you to. Actually they would go. rather you. Yeah. Like Four Roses. Like if you can't get out here, you don't get a pick. Yeah. Four yeah. Roses. You throw out there. So you usually go out there. They'll roll out three or four barrels for you, and you you get to taste it. It's a pretty you great guys... experience have done it oh what? this year alone kansas city whiskey society has done 22 barrel picks yeah yeah 22 barrel picks what if you went out there and was just like i am not impressed by any of these we've had conversations about that yeah i mean it, it can happen i mean remember they're only they don't like sit there and roll out 15 right. barrels where you're like oh right. my god I, one of these is gonna be amazing a lot of times they just roll out three or four and you're mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty much your choice. They're not. That's and it. If you, you don't can't like, just be like give them. us one more, give us something better. Kind of. I think it would depend on your relationship with yeah. them. It depends um, on your relationship, but also the other thing too is like, let's be honest though. All right, let's say you're doing one of the executive picks, like a Blands. You already know what a Blands tastes like. They do have the base flavor profile of Blantons or Elijah Craig or whatever. Yeah. You're just picking a variation off of that flavor profile, so. So to be honest, I can't. I, I would find it hard pressed that if you're somebody who likes Blantons, they're going to roll out three or four barrels, and you're not going to like any of them, like to the point where you're like, no, I don't want this. Yeah, that'd be I weird. mean, that'd be very. That'd weird be weird, me. but I mean, I guess it's just personal personal preference. But like, there's been some well, picks where I'm just like, ugh, like yeah. this was this was the best that you guys have. Well, I got to say, our Knob Creek picks have actually been pretty. Impressive. Well, I did, I did not even necessarily Kansas City Whiskey Society, but like some that you pick up and you just oh like, yeah, Whoop. but yeah, there there have nasty. been some. Yeah, it depends on a 
what barrels you have choice. Like if you only have three or four choices and you don't feel like you can ask for more and you still want to do it, yeah. then you're going to do it. Yeah. And B, it matters who picks it too. True. Because people yeah, have everybody's different profile pedals. is different. Yeah, totally. Like we got it. Like I know we did a Maker's Mark pick, and like one of the guys who went out there with Maker's Mark, he does not like chocolate. And he does not like that flavor profile of chocolate at all. Which is the mocha. Which is the mocha. and Which like, I love. Which Ryan loved. And we did. We reviewed a Maker's Mark yeah. that was very we mocha. I liked it. It was. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. But, you know what? I mean, like, every opinion needs to be heard. And he did not like it. So they kind of went with a different pick. Now, the Maker's pick is totally different from other picks. Where other picks, you're just picking barrels. Maker's pick is like you pick a barrel and then you pick staves. To you don't actually leave. pick a barrel. No, they just bring a barrel out, right? That's like a Maker's. Well, it's just a Maker's. You went on the pick. Barrel could... proof, basically. Yeah, okay. Which is just batched. Like, they just do it. Okay. Yeah, and then you you pick different stave combinations, which staves are just portions of barrels, right? And the way that they treat them gives you different flavors out of them. There's like a baked American, which to me is just like bourbon on steroids you know very sweet oh really um there's like french cuvee which i could not even describe i can't remember exactly what that one tasted like there's the mocha one tasted like wee wee (laughs) there's the mocha one um makers 46 which is what they make makers 46 which i like makers yeah i don't mind makers 46 and then spiced or something i don't know exactly that's not the name but it's like a spice it says spice something so it's, it's a, a spice spicier. Yeah, yeah okay right so you're just picking you're different combinations all those, and then 10. you're supposed to and then how long them? how long do they leave it in the barrel once you pick like your combination or three to six months somewhere in there wait so you pick them okay so it's like three to six months the staves yeah and there. they actually put it in a cold room so they're trying not to get actual age out of them they're just trying right. to pull flavors out of them do they play metallica for the barrel um i think they play black sabbath oh god yeah which i'm riffing on the fact that well okay first things first is uh and i do apologize i'm not mocking the master distiller who helped do the metallica blackened whiskey i am mocking metallica and that whole thing because i'm sorry i'm i'm tired of this bob was it bob dylan or who was it that does the heaven's gate thing and these celebrities getting into it, I'm like, this is ridiculous. And Metallica's got a new whiskey out where, like, they took the barrels and they literally played Metallica music as loud as they could at kinda, the barrels. Uh, you might say it's dumb, but it's kind of an interesting... It is a very interesting concept. I just don't... I, I just... I have I'm not going to pay more for it. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to play more for it just because it says Metallica on it. Forget no. that. What does... Metallica has no run in whiskey it's no. like it's one thing to buy a guitar because metallica endorses it. it's like okay well you know what you're talking about it's like right but the gentleman who did run that died recently uh really dave uh what's hold on a second i have actually that page oh is uh, that the, he did the metallica thing too yes yes oh. uh it was uh dave pickerel like he was at like a whiskey event in in uh california and died suddenly. They haven't released why, but he he was part of he was a master distiller at Maker's Mark, which is what made me think of this too. He was he was a master distiller at Maker's Mark for fourteen years. He it was part of Whistle Pig. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. He was part of Whistle Pig. He was part of a couple other things, but his latest project was the Metallica Blackened Whiskey. So I mean, to Dave Pickerel, yep, clinky. You don't have to say it. That's bad luck, dude. You don't put a glass down after you cheers. That's that is bad luck. Don't ever do that. Luck is for losers. Yeah, you say that. I've seen you at a casino where you've lost <laughs> a lot, and you're like, no. <laughs> I remember when I was winning, I was like, I'm not mad at you. I just don't understand how you can keep winning. <laughs> it's like I didn't put my glass down. I didn't put my glass down, motherfucker. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. Anyway, what do we think of this? I love it, but I love it on the level like I like irregular Elijah Craig. There's nothing like super extreme for me on this. To me, yeah, it's it's like you took. Um, I can't say it's all Elijah. Like when you have the small batch, there's definitely the flavors that you get. I feel like it's it's just part of that profile. Right. So that's what makes me think. Yeah, they. Whoever picked this is like, oh, this tastes like this a is a very really good Elijah Craig. Exactly, yeah, it's a it's little different. bit more peanut buttery copy because, like, that's like honestly my favorite. When I think Elijah Craig, of the regular one, it's like I think 
like Reese's peanut butter cup, which is the I'm not even a sweets person, as you guys know. I'm not big on Who sweets. Who doesn't love a Reese's? But a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, oh, oh. We might have some downstairs, Joe. No, I don't need any right now. Thank you, though. I I don't want to have the well, sound. Nobody likes that sound. Yeah, you I mean the nose. Yeah. I definitely get that the the shelled peanut. Yeah, I but mean, me, out of it, but the not, taste is not super peanut. It's no, not. it's not. It's yeah. not. It's actually like that's the reason probably why I'm gonna grade this a little lower than I would oh. regular Elijah Craig. Because it's not as peanut butter cuppy. It's not like... It's not as peanutty. No. But it's really good, I think. I'd be at a six and a half on this. Ryan? I... I've We've had a few of these around, and I like one from Minnesota in particular from G. Will, which I think we may have done. If we not, what? we'll do it. Yeah, I... Uh, G. Will's had some good picks. Like, I yeah. remember Eagle Rare. I really like... A few years I really like... Do a side-by-side. I really like their Elijah yeah. Craig... That should so, be a special episode. We'll do side by yeah. side. Too. I'm gonna give this just a six. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna go eight with this one. I really like this one. Mm. She funny. just she just likes less nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a nut nuts in my life. <laughs> what was, was that English? I got nuts. I got, in I got enough nuts in my life. It's a Monday. We're all tired. Yeah. Yeah. Monday daylight savings. Sucks. Yeah, daylight savings. Sucks. Even though we gained hey, an hour. Hey, I just got a message from the Missouri Democrats earlier today. I got a message from Josh Hawley. So what the frig is going on? Oh, it's daylight savings time. Voting. <laughs> Suck it. Yep, we got to vote tomorrow. Don't tell me what to do. <sighs> you know the Gestapo is going to come and make you do it, right? Cool. <laughs> it's just some guy named Giuseppe. I don't know why they keep calling him Gestapo. My name is Giuseppe. <laughs> they couldn't pronounce Giuseppe, so they won't No, Gestapo. no. All right, so I got a little lazy this week, but I ended up... Uh, you weren't the only one. Yeah, I, I, I am sorry, but I did stumble across something that... Uh, a website called lordsofthedrinks.com. Lords? Which has this huge drinks. list of historical figures who were well-known drinkers. Nice. Yeah, don't fiddle with your car it's keys. It's bothering me. And not car keys or house Every keys. Every time we start this podcast, Ryan is digging in his pockets. He's adjusting his chair. Well, you're lucky he's not doing his whole foot thing where he like goes like, boo, 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 like a yeah. rabbit. You know? And it's bouncing. like Yeah. I'm consciously aware of that. So, so I mean, this list is long. I mean, there are a lot of people on here, but uh, I think we just pick out a few and see what this website says because it's great. It's so like, you haven't actually really read. Them. I've read most of them. Oh, okay, I just haven't. Okay. I just like that's what. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't know who Mustafa Kemal Atürk, who's the founder of the Republic of Turkey. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's who he is. well, yeah. Turk, obviously. Right, I get that. I mean, Buzz Aldrin's on here. Oh, nice. Well, well was, no, he was he a was known buzzed. alcoholic. Yeah, he he was a known alcoholic, like for many many years. Like that's why his probably because and he buzz. had to lie about the moon landing. But we're not going to start go. there. We're not going to start there. We are going to start with Winston Churchill, oh. one of my personal heroes. Really? I love Winston Churchill. <clears throat> So, so in the Western world, he's mainly considered a hero. Winston, Sir Winston Churchill, 1874 to 1965, was in fact the war politician that gave the United Kingdom's leading role opposing Nazi Germany in World War II. That's about all I'm going to give you about him. If you don't know who Churchill is, you need to go see Darkest Hour. or It's Darkest Hour, right? Read a book. I don't know. Yeah. Well, shoot. Gary Oldman finally won an Oscar for this role as Winston Churchill. It was amazing. How many times has he played? Um, so, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You picked that one up. So, in, in, uh, so Churchill, the English Prime Minister, he would always start the day with a drink his daughter would call the Daddy Cocktail. Smart. A drink that contained Johnny Walker and water. A habit he picked up as a young man while serving in India, where the water simply wasn't drinkable and, without alcohol, which makes a lot yeah. of sense. I mean, that water out there, it's like, if you ever have constipation, just go out to <laughs> India for a week, and there you go. It'll clear you <laughs> right out. He, he was on another exotic trip in 1899, as Churchill was covering the second Boer War, B-O-E-R, mm-hmm. I don't know, as a correspondent for the Morning Post, he went to the front line with 36 bottles of wine, 18 bottles of scotch, and 6 bottles of brandy. Was he going to share, or that was all for himself? That was all for himself. <laughs> is this where Andre the Giant got his information? <laughs> no, no, no. Andre the Giant is on this list, but obviously we're not going to cover him because yeah. you can go listen to a previous episode where we cover Andre the Giant's drinking. I just thought, like, these are all just 
really just cool little things about these historical figures. You know what's... And I'm sure we'll find out more as we go, but, like, some of these people probably drank really heavily and were still quite functional. Oh, they were super functional. Oh, yeah, most and people. Smart. Churchill was super functional. Like, Churchill yeah. li- literally... The man lived into his... Uh, 90 years. He lives 90, he was 90, 90 years old. And like every morning he would have like, he would drink at breakfast, he would drink at lunch, and he would drink at dinner and after dinner. He, uh, I mean. Smart. Uh, I like that rhyme. To Churchill. To Churchill. To Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> drink, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I love what bothers you. Just drink it. Ryan, if you die tonight. Just drink it. I'm putting this in your eulogy. <laughs> it's, it's such. Oh my drink God. it. So, all right, he got this, that story about all those bottles that gave him, he was 25 at the time when that happened. It gave him the reputation of a heavy drinker, which, I mean, I guess that would give anybody the uh, yeah. reputation. <laughs> During World War One, he, he chose the front line over the cozy headquarters, which in 1915 was considered very brave. Until a close friend of Churchill explained, hard liquor was prohibited at battalion <laughs> headquarters and only sweet tea provided, a beverage by no means to Winston's taste. No. I quit. Yep. Like, if there's a possibility that I'm going to die, yeah, I'm bringing out all the alcohol. Like, I'm all it's coming with me. The alcohol. Yeah. He one time, um, oh, uh, he once explained to the king of Saudi, uh, of, of Saud. Uh, he, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. He once explained to the king Ibn Saud of Saudi Arabia, who served no alcohol for religious reasons, that he could not eat from the royal <laughs> banquet, since his rule in life was to drink before... During and after each meal. Smart. <laughs> it sounds like my dad trying to tell the Amish they should have electricity. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should really. Who just he, make your life so much better? One of the times he was drinking, he had one of his great... Nah, I'm not going to read that one. That was just mean. As much as like Winston Churchill, I don't like this quote. If uh, there's a oh. lot on this list, we should just oh. continue on. Yeah, oh. yeah. We're going to whitewash it. Yeah, uh, there was also plenty of sources that claim Churchill was indeed a big drinker. It was even it's even been suggested that his heavy drinking caused him to give up his position as prime minister. Ooh. Yeah, a certain Lord Moran said about Churchill's drinking habits: it makes his speech more difficult to understand and fuddles <laughs> what is left of his wits, and he does not attempt to control his thirst. <laughs> this is your man, W. C. I don't think I can do a I British wanna, accent and slur it at the same time. I want to hear you do the, we will, the, the famous speech. We the, will march through the swamplands. We will march through the... What is oh, that? no. You gotta get. You should have gotten that printed out or something like that. I oh, done well, like, I knew your We will march through the swamplands. <laughs> what? No! Don't take it away. We will march... <laughs> There's no British in this. So basically, he lived to 90 years old. He oh, he has a, a biographer, William Manchester, described the last years of the former political leader of the United Kingdom. There is always some alcohol in his bloodstream, and it reaches its peak late in the evening after he has had two or three scotches, several glasses of champagne, at least two brandies, and a highball. <laughs> Which what is a highball, Ryan? You, you know what a highball is, dude. It's whiskey and coke. I know. That's what a highball is? Yeah. Are you I'm sure almost certain. It? Hold on. Yeah, you better look that up, because I don't know if that is. Uh, I thought it we was. I mean, I know in Japan they have, like, highball vending machines. We fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight this is intermission, in folks. the fields and in the streets. We will never surrender. I'm going to put a little... If you have not seen that movie, Darkest Hour, you need to see it. I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to. Yeah, soda or ginger ale. It's whiskey and soda or ginger ale. I was right. That's different. That's not whiskey and coke. Well, I mean, like, basically a carbonated beverage. Joe, it's not a swimsuit. It's a bikini. (laughs) Okay, so regardless. It's irregardless. So. uh, (laughs) Joke. Winston's Churchill, one of his main mottos, which he's quoted for saying a lot of things, but I have to say this one because I have, I love this. I have taken more out of alcohol than alcohol has taken out of me. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to put that on a doily. Yes! And give it to me. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Next on the list. All right. 
Cleopatra's on here. Really? Yeah, Cleopatra's on here. I'm wondering if we should yeah, look at that. What did they even one. have? Just mead? Like what? I don't know. I, I didn't mean, read the Cleopatra. There was one. yeast, and they figured out. Ooh, yeah, I did not read things. the Cleopatra one previously. So I mean, we can take a look. It could be a quickie. Let's see if it's a quickie. <laughs> Is that what she was into? I just want to know what she was drinking. All right. Cleopatra, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. She was a busy woman. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. She worked. She hooked up with Marcus. Antony. Mark Antony. Antony. Antonius. Whom she has Marcus. had two kids. Antony. Blah, 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 blah. In the ancient world, people with power through the wildest parties. Yeah, we've heard that. At these. Uh, Jesus. Bacchanalias. I have no. Or, or cheese. I have to assume. Yes, or cheese. Or cheese. Is what grew into me known as orgies. Uh, <laughs> or it's or a cheese. typo. Large amounts of alcohol were consumed. Great Roman leaders all accused each other all the time of being filthy drunks. Here's a nice quote by the Roman philosopher and politician Cicero about Cleopatra's lover, Marcus An- Mark Antony is what I think yeah. of, but it's like Mark Antonius. Marcus well, Antonius. call him Mark Antony. Uh, all right, so here's a quote. Your house rang with the din of drunkards. The pavement swam with wine. The walls dripped with it. You are a drink sodden. I don't... Drink hyphen sodden. I don't know what that is. Sex-ridden wreck. Hell yeah. This, this reputation would life. stick to him to the end. Yeah, I can I, see I, it. I don't... I, what's the problem? Um... Roman sources also describe Cleopatra as a catalyst behind Antony's lust for drinking and sex. It took even a step further, claiming the Egyptian queen demanded the Roman Empire from the drunken general in exchange for her favors. Oh! That's how I do it? Yeah? Hey. That's how I roll? Hey. Well, how do women get power back in the day? With you the had, vagina. You, yep, you had to manipulate. How yep. do women get power nowadays, too? With the vagina. I mean, unfortunately. Men are dumb. We'll do anything for a taco. <laughs> hey Taco Tuesday is a whole new meat. <laughs> I'm like thinking of like Jack in the Box jokes right now. They're just so inappropriate. Right? Well, just my, so inappropriate. My father has the same. Want me to share with my father? No! Yes. Oh, God. Sa- he, would, oh, he says every time. And we, we see a Jack in the Box. It was pretty much just when we're out in Vegas Shit, together. this is going to be so bad. But when he was in the military and he was stationed in Arizona, the joke was... And, he, and then he would... He always makes it... He tries to make it awkward. I'm like, Dad, I'm 30, almost Does he like grab your hand old. when he says it? No. <laughs> but they would always call it... They would always call it Jack in the Crack. That's oh, it? really? That's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> See? Dude. Now it doesn't mean anything. It's Your buildup was here. Your delivery was here. Well, you know, it's all I around. mean, oh my God. You'll never get this. You want to you know what my dad says? You yeah. want to know? No, no. He was like going on a roller coaster. It's like going tick, 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 tick. And like, sorry, folks. The ride's been broken down. We're going to slowly bring you back down the backside which you came. I hope you feel like you've enjoyed yourself on this ride. There's no threat of danger. Nope. You're just going to come back <laughs> to humor. the starting position. <laughs> and, uh, and the ride is called Jack and the Crack. Jack and the Crack. Yeah, so basically she drank a lot, which makes sense. I Do mean, you get it? Yeah. She was <laughs> Do you get it? Shut the <laughs> fuck. All right. So there's uh, Charles Dickens. Oh, Dickens. Dickens. Or Jack and the Crack, as they like. Well, there's a lot of authors on this Tricky list. Dick. I mean, this 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 is there's a lot of authors on this. Dick list. and the Stick. Okay, look at this picture of Charles Dickens and tell me he was not a heavy drinker. Oh yeah, he looks totally wasted. He, yeah. He's got that look where it's like he's like he's kind of smirking, Just but his like head is like he's pushing his head. Back, back, he's trying to not yeah. like wobble. Yeah. So. Um, in most of his work, alcohol also played a big role. The main drunken characters are not completely fictional, as they were a usual sight in the streets and pubs of London, where Dickens found his inspiration. Makes sense. You need to live for... My ghost is going to hurt you later. Yes, I'm sure that's exactly And what's your name, window. sir? Get out of your dick. Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> They were usually sight and sound found there. As a matter of fact, everyone was drinking some kind of alcohol at the time since the water in London was completely unsanitary. <laughs> I love that. Oh, this is history of alcohol. Joe, that was a horrible time in the 
Yeah, don't make fun of them. Okay, this is Too like soon. this is like the time in history when you could Plates. drink as much alcohol as you wanted and nobody. Yeah, but you were probably gonna anything. get some sort of gonorrhea and a plague. Mm-hmm. The American professor Robert Patton, who studied Dickens' time and work, explains: You can imagine that everyone was out drinking, but it was healthier than it than effluvium from from the Thames. Basically, water from the Thames. Just say water, yeah, asshole. Water. What is the matter with you? Beer and ale were the drinks of the lower class, along with gin. That is very true. Gin is very cheap to make. It's extremely cheap to make. Toilet gin. This is why a lot of the micro-whiskey distillers make a lot of gin so they can supplement, and vodka, so they can supplement their income while their whiskey ages. While the upper classes opted for wines and sherries and other reinforced liquors. Reinforced. I like that term for liquors. Like, reinforced liquor is something that's been treated and been, like, sitting in a barrel. Yeah. It's been flavored or something. I like that word. The middle classes would yeah. do punches because they had boiling water in them. Those punches are disgusting. <laughs> that's it. That's the end of the quote. Okay. Disgusting. Disgusting. Punches. Um, well, if you drink enough of it, they'd be Well, if you're drinking a warm punch. That last statement is backed up by a recipe for Dickens' very own punch recipe that he shared in a letter in 1847. Do we have it? You're not really going to get the plague in 1847. I'm going to read it for you. Boiling water. Peel into a very common basin, which may be broken in case of accident, without damage to the owner's piece or pocket. The rinds of three lemons, cut very thin, and with as little as possible of the white coating between the peel and the fruit attached. Okay. Add a double handful of lump sugar, good measure, okay. a pint of gold, oh, a pint of good old rum, and a large wine glass of good old brandy. That sounds expensive. If it be not a large claret glass, say two. <laughs> <laughs> so if all you got around the house is some like fluty claret glasses, uh, do it twice. Yeah, I just throw it. Set this on fire. <laughs> I just love that I want to cook something that just says, set this on fire. Well, okay then. <laughs> By filling a warm silver spoon with the spirit, lighting the contents at a at a wax taper, and pouring them gently in. Let it burn three or four minutes at least, stirring it from time to time. Hmm. I don't even understand these instructions. I, I, okay, remember this is Old English. <laughs> then extinguish it by covering the basin with a tray, which will immediately put out the flame. Yes. Then squeeze in the juice of the three lemons. <laughs> it sounds like the lemons are like the quintessential. I know, exactly. Yeah. Don't get that white in there, though. Yeah, fuck that white shit. <laughs> 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 it only taints it and takes over everything else. It totally does. <laughs> it's like, are you tasting lemon? No! <laughs> you also, will only taste me. Why are you burning off all the alcohol? Um, then squeeze in the juice of the three lemons. Add a quart of boiling water. Stir the whole well. Not mediocre. Do it well. Then cover it up for five minutes and stir again. This sounds like <laughs> This author writes the greatest next line to this. So that's the end of the quote. This author writes the greatest line. Let's say the recipe is just slightly better than modern day's toilet wine in prison. <laughs> I don't understand if you had a nice aged old rum, which it calls for. Why wouldn't you just drink the freaking yeah, rum? drink the rum. Well, they like. I mean, cocktails are pretty big over in, in Europe. They've always have been. They they're a pretty big deal. I mean, we're gonna get to Mark Twain is one we're definitely gonna do here, and like Mark Twain, like he was a heavy bourbon drinker. You mean Samuel Clemens? Samuel Clemens, whatever you wanna call him. I call it MT, but um, because you know, we're cool like that. Sam, <laughs> Sam C. No, just Sam. No, just Sam. Sammy. Moving on. But he, uh, when he was, well, we'll get to him. We'll find out why he loves cocktails. Because he likes cock. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't, don't. That was yeah, even that no, was, that was no, just, no. Okay, no. That sucked. All right. Andre the Giant's on here. No. Vincent Van Gogh. Goff or go? Is it, what do you say? Vincent <laughs> no, Van Gogh or Goff? You took art school. Okay, but I have heard British people say, oh, here's Vincent Van Gogh. Really? Yeah, I've no. heard Van Gogh. Nobody says yeah. British or Well, they also say, they also say herb. Or do we say herb? <laughs> herb. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the Eddie. Let's go to the linguist school here. Let's see. And say, no, out. no, that's right. No, we fuck it up. We herb. say herb. They say herb because there's a fucking H in it. You know. They also that's... say torch instead of flashlight. 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Let's also talk about what they call cigarettes too. While we're at oh, it. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, well, if you look up the word that term. You look up that word fag, you will see there's actually a long history of what that's I'm sure It's like it and is. it has varied. Like it is not it is not even something where it's like I mean, they have no root connection to each other. It's literally like, what should we call this? You know, it's like it's changed so much so drastically. It's so they could take a drag of the fag. Yeah. So Vincent Van Gogh would know. sit out in the fields drinking. He just grain wanted alcohol. it to rhyme as a Maybe. Yeah, Vincent Van Gogh would drink he green alcohol. He was a troubled like man. He was a very troubled man. Alcohol. Yeah. Or wood just... alcohol, whatever you want to call it. Did Ugh. he make it? No, he killed himself. You didn't see that probably spoiler coming? Okay, by There's probably it, methanol in it. The alcohol. Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, Gross. Uh, yeah, there's Ulysses S. Grant. Ernest Hemingway, I was reading today, too. Ernest Hemingway drank so much, he drank three bottles of liquor a day. He started drinking when he was 15. Uh, one hmm. person was quoted saying that, I swear to you, I saw his kidney sticking out of his body because he drank so much. What? Yes. Is that possible? It is. Well, I mean, you're exaggerating a bit, but you probably saw something in his back that looked like, oh, that is not healthy. Was it a tumor? And now we're going to get to somebody who's a little bit closer to our times. He's written many books. Um, a lot of his work has been translated in television and film. Uh, he is seen as a horror writer, but is new. Stephen King. Yup. Oh. Stephen King. You didn't know this? No. Oh my God, the shit I've heard about this man. Really? Yeah. Well, he did a biography. Stephen King's drinking habits are pretty well described in his biography, Haunted Hearts, by Lisa Rogak. Basically, basically, King has always been quite miserable and scared, suffering from numerous phobias all through his life. Hmm. To escape from these fears, he initially had two ways, writing about them and drinking. As a kid growing up in Maine, King already had nightmares about crows picking out the eyes of his mother and a phobia for clowns. I can relate to that. Hmm. Clowns are fucking liars. And they deserve to be destroyed. The only clowns that I can actually even Don't. tolerate are the villains. Nobody's arguing with oh, you. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just felt like I had to defend myself. So. <laughs> no, we all hate so clowns. So, like, Joker who's kind of a clown? Yeah, I don't, like, one of my favorite comic villains is a Joker, because at least he's honest. You know he's crazy. Yeah. Like, friendly clowns with a paint-on smile? You're Can we talk about liar. crows for a moment? I love crows. Oh, they are crows. Crows and ravens? I love them. Did you... So, you live here in town. Did you ever get the... <laughs> Would you like to give my address out? I mean, while you're at it? <laughs> Did you ever get the giant crow horde in the fall? Because oh, we yeah. live by the That's plaza. A yeah, it's, a murder. it's called a murder. murder yeah, he's right. It's called a murder. But land along the lo- along the church that we live next to, and all the trees, and just like day and night, it was nonstop. <laughs> yeah, and then they'd that be gone one crazy, day. Yeah. And it was... So they weren't like the crows and Dumbo. Was like, what do you want to do? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh no! What you don't want to do? Oh no! What you want? Now don't stop that again. Isn't that Jungle Book with the vultures? <laughs> It's yeah. one of those They things. all look the same to me. Oh. <laughs> it's a bird. Too soon. But, uh, okay, so both the birds and the jesters were later useful subjects for his horror stories, obviously Pennywise and I don't know where the birds. Oh, the birds came in the stand. Like, he had, like, them, like, dying all over the place. As a young writer's yes. drinking really picked up in his student days at the University of Maine, in that time King, for example, got arrested for stealing traffic cones after a drunken night in the town. As more and more of King's early writings got rejected by potential publishers, he started to drink more. Why do they hate me? A development that didn't. Stories are freaking weird. Well, his stories are good, actually. Yeah. A development that didn't stop after his first big hit was Carrie in 1974. When King got drunk, he noticed he often got aggressive feelings towards his own children and wanted to physically hurt them. That's not good. <clears throat> nope. Okay, bra, you have a problem. Did you just call him an undergarment? Yeah. Bra. Yeah, bra. Hey, bra. Bra. We're done being friends. Bra. <laughs> these thoughts scared him, and he decided to write about it in the hope <laughs> that these feelings would disappear. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. The result was his most famous book, The Shining, which he literally Whoa. does go try to kill his family. About a drunken father that wants to kill his own kid. Whoa. Yeah. True. And then his kids were like, this hits too close to it's home, good Dad. King managed to keep his drunken aggression towards his children under control, but he nevertheless kept drinking heavily. He went to book signings drunk, and at some point during the 70s, his wife, Tabitha, kicked him out of the house. 
Some which they are still married to this day. They are. Um, some of his own quotes from a feature called Booze and Rider from 1978 may give some extra insight in King's drinking at the time. Drinking habits. Somewhere in that great middle ground between medium and heavy. Beer, a lot of beer. Hangouts. I drink mostly at home. When I'm in Boston, I drink at the baseball tavern across from Fenway Park. When I'm in New York, I like to go up to the top of the Beekman Tower, but mostly at home. Drinking companions. I like to drink alone. I never get ugly when I drink too much. I never bore myself with a lot of dull conversations. And I never yet invited myself to step outside. Wait, I thought he wanted to kill his kids when he drank. Alone? He has those thoughts. He doesn't, like, go around being like, I would fucking murder you! You know, it's like, he just has these thoughts. I I guess that's Um, a conversation. Okay, so... I'm not reading that whole whole one. Uh, Thank you. He also started getting into drugs. He did he was doing a lot of cocaine. In order to drink more, stay awake, to write more, King suffered many of nosebleeds caused by snorting. This, yeah, he actually, yeah, he doesn't even remember. Like I remember reading about too, like Cujo. He willingly admits he does not even remember writing that book. He has no recollection of writing it whatsoever i remember hearing too like he said his wife would come in now this i i don't know where i heard this and i'm sorry if this is unsubstantiated but you know what we're not journalists we're just people talking so i don't really give a shit we're probably better than journalists (laughs) (laughs) but i remember hearing or reading something too like at one point steven and he would drink uh, mouthwash Oh. Because mouthwash had alcohol in it back then, quite heavy content. He would drink mouthwash. It does, but they... And oh no! And the reason I believe this now is because, like, I actually watched an episode of Intervention recently, where a dude was drinking hand sanitizer. Oh yes! Oh. Like this dude wanted to get drunk on the cheap, so basically he would go out to Walgreens, pay like eight bucks, get three pumps of hand sanitizer. He would, like, mix the first one with, like, 7-Up or something like that just to, like, kill the, the yeah. tape. He would drink that. And he would get so fucking blasted drunk, you saw him, like, literally the gel he was pouring yeah. into his mouth. But it was I don't, that That's bad. not ethanol, though. I'm pretty sure it's a different type of alcohol, which is not good for you. No, it's methanol. And methanol can cause you to go blind. Actually, that was actually the other story uh, I was thinking I about doing tonight. Is like there was there's another story I wanted to talk about because like methanol was actually introduced into those things. Yeah. Yeah. To stop, stop. people from drinking yeah. it. And prohibition. And prohibition. Yes. Or people would cut with it. Yes. No. Yeah, and you can get methanol from regular distilled alcohol, but you'd have to drink so much so that the alcohol would kill you before the methanol would kill you. But, yeah, I mean, like, the guy was drinking hand sanitizer. And, like, at one point I remember Stephen King saying, yeah, when you came into my office, there was piles of mouthwash bottles and beer cans. Yeah. Yeah, it's isopropanol, I think. Yeah. Which is not... Why okay, not alcohol-based just... versions typically contain some combination of isopropyl alcohol, ethanol, or n-propanol. So there may be a little ethanol in it, but you have other alcohol derivatives that are not It's just, good for you. I mean, the shit, when people want to get messed up, they are I going mean, to do anything they can to get messed up. I mean, I, dude, look at Huffing. Huffing came about because of the fact that it was like, I don't have the money for freaking real drugs. I'm just going to get an air cleaner and like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's freaking ridiculous. It's got to be something in your brain, though. Some. Well, no, it's addictive personalities. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Brain. Like, how much we drink a ton of shit ton of alcohol, but I ain't so desperate. I'm... No, it's, well, here's the difference, though. It's, it's like the be... difference. I think is like, is that do you need it? It's like, do you need to end? No, but your day? I want to know what causes that in a person to be like. Well, it's an addictive personality. It's like the only reason, like. Okay, do I? Uh, I don't want to. We don't have no. Let's not yeah. get into it. Yeah. Let's not. I mean, yeah, that's. That's such a deep issue that we are definitely not fucking qualified to be talking about. <laughs> it's just so deep. How deep is it? Deep and wide. Deep and wide. There's a, ma- there's a fountain. fountain flowing deep and wide. <laughs> For those of you who grew up in the church, you know. Oh, God. No, no. See, like, you grew up in a different church. Mine was like, and he will raise you up on 
Hugo's wings. <laughs> Man, we didn't sing that song. That's a Celine Dion song. Those two. Nope, Catholic. that is not. It sounds like a Celine Dion song. <laughs> it is not. It is a very Catholic song. It is a very Catholic song. And Catholics are notorious drinkers, so I don't apologize that for anything. True. All right, so this list is a lot long. So I mean, like, I kind of want to wrap this up. Pablo Picasso's on here. Oh, God, here, didn't he? Where Babe Ruth. We all know Babe, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was a heavy drinker. We all know that. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, thanks, yeah. But I want to finish with Mark Twain. Ah, uh, man. Cre- a lot of creative types. Yep. A lot of creative types. <laughs> yeah. So, it is a known fact that the constant presence of water makes people extremely thirsty. And Clemens was no exception <laughs> to that rule. What? <laughs> okay, what? Yeah, wait, I literally what? jumped a few sentences because I wanted to just start right there. Um, so the if... constant... Because he grew up on the Mississippi. He grew up in Missouri near the Mississippi River. But is that a true fact? I don't know. I don't care. I just think it's a great water, line. You're thirsty? I mean, when I go to the beach, I know that I'm constantly, like, running Yeah, but around. you're in the sun. When I'm in the desert in Vegas, I'm constantly thirsty. <laughs> so. I, uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's uh, continue. When the American Civil War started in 1861, Clemens was out of work and started traveling. Soon he started writing under a pseudonym, and the name Mark Twain was born. Why didn't oh. he just join the war? Twain wrote for newspapers, produced short stories and novels, and was well-respected in his own time. Still, there was always a bunch of jealous critics who would judge him for his heavy drinking and smoking. Indeed, Twain drunk from morning till night, but he would take a break from the bottle from time to time. <laughs> just to show his critics he could. Yeah. Like, I bet you can't drink on, not drink on Thursdays. Well, fuck Watch you, me. dude. Watch me. But just wait till Friday. Yeah, just wait. Exactly. <laughs> bing, bing. Do you need a glass? Nope. <laughs> Straight from the bottle. Other times he would just put them in their place with a brilliant line like, "You can't get too old. You can't get to old age by another man's road. My vices protect me, but they would assassinate you." That is awesome. That is such a hard ass line. That I'm gonna, is amazing. I'm gonna read it one more time so you can really fully hear yes, it I without a break. Yeah, I wasn't listening. Please. Right. <laughs> you can't get to old age by another man's road. My vices protect me, but they would assassinate you. True. Yeah. That's pretty badass. That's, yeah. Twain yeah. was a classic example of a heavy drinker and absolutely not an alcoholic. Basically, he had two rules when it came to booze. Like us. Yeah. He never drank alone. And he, well, that's not true. Okay. But <laughs> go back on that one. <laughs> he never drank alone and he never turned down a drink if anyone offered him one. Uh, or, in his own words, Never refuse to do a kindness unless the act would work great injury to yourself. And never refuse to take a drink under any circumstance. Even if it would injure yourself. Who cares? Twain's favorite drink was bourbon. But after one of his tours through Europe, he got to appreciate cocktails. In a letter he wrote to his wife, he said, Livy, my darling, I want you to be sure and remember to have in the bathroom when I arrive a bottle of scotch whiskey, a lemon, some crushed sugar, and a bottle of Angustus bitter. Angustra. Angustra bitters. Ever since I have been in London, I have taken in a wine glass, what is called a cocktail, made with those ingredients before breakfast, before dinner, and just before going to bed. Okay. Question. Question. Uh, He wanted it in the bathroom, you say? Yeah, so before bed. Hmm. Similar to a heroin addict needing to be like, I gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> wipe my a- my Could, sweaty ass. Couldn't be on the bedroom. Why are you in the bathroom all the time? Couldn't be a little, you know, bar cart in the kitchen, dining hmm. room had to be on the back of a toilet. Well, the bathroom. Maybe he was taking a bath and having the cocktail. Mark Twain died in 1910 at the age of 74 of a heart attack. Quite respectable. As his legend lives on through his work, we give the last words to the writer himself. Of the demonstrably wise, there are but two. Those who commit suicide and those who keep their reasoning faculties atrophied with drink. Mm. Well, that sounds very ecclesiastical. I like, kind of like it. I don't know if I've read any Mark Twain. Seriously, you've never read Tom Sawyer or Huck nope. Finn? Nope. Did you just pretend in school that you read it? I don't think it was ever required. Well, that makes, Bullshit! That makes Sawyer. sense in the middle of the school. Wow. That's true. You probably went to some super religious school. I, no, they yeah. read like Dr. Seuss every day. That was all they read. Uh, Even through like high yeah. school? Yeah. 
Fox and Socks and the Blacks and the Nox. I read Of Mice and Men. Who wrote that? Um. Oh my um, God. Not Steinbeck. Ryan? Yeah, Steinbeck. 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 Oh, yeah, right. I love Steinbeck. Some Did you ever read uh, Catcher in the Rye? We actually had to read that, which they've attributed Catcher in the Rye to like, like the guy who killed John Lennon was like yeah. in Catcher in the Rye. Is the Catcher in the Rye the one with the guy who killed? Yeah, the Holden puppy? Caulfield. Like he basically went around and was just like, man, masturbating's not doing it for me anymore. I need to start having sex. And he was starting to like just basically he was discovering himself. He was trying to figure himself out. He had no direction in life, and he was I don't a fucking loser. A book about masturbation. Well, no, he didn't say he masturbated, but he just started having sex and he started talking about it. That's what made it controversial. It Are you like, sure that's what Catcher in the Rye is about? I might be wrong. I might be thinking. I think you I might be. About that I might film. be thinking about Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. That's what that actually means. <laughs> that's what Green Eggs and Ham is about. Yeah. No, sir. I will not have sex with you in a boat or on a goat with a stoat in a moat. No. <laughs> no, I shall not have sex with you. She's looking it up. Because Green Eggs and Hams don't, don't exist. There's no such thing. It's a metaphor. How do I look up? We're not doing this. Oh, <laughs> well, I just really need to know. And I hold in there and it tells us uh, I don't think I did read this. Sounds dumb. Catcher in the Rye. Well, no. And Catcher in the Rye was actually like banned at some schools. That's probably why I didn't yeah. read it. So, yes. There's a couple famous people who were heavy drinkers. And, yeah, I think a lot of famous people are heavy drinkers. Oh, I think a lot are too. I mean, I think a lot of them are cocaine. I, rem- I remember watching cocaine. Eddie Vedder leading a Pearl Jam one time. He was drunk as drunk as a skunk. Eddie Vedder. That's how he got that deep drunk voice. I think that's where he got. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my God, when you see him, listen to him sing Jeremy. You're like <laughs> Jeremy. If you can give me all the lyrics to a Pearl Jam song. Oh, I can't. You can't. Nope. It's impossible. I don't think Eddie Vedder can. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Come on, dude. Just give me one bump. Just give me one bump, and then uh, I'll get through this song. All right. Where can they find us? Uh, right here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> please subscribe and rate and review. Verbal Distillery at gmail.com. Verbal Distillery on Instagram That's, and Facebook. Yeah. We're pretty... That's all we need to tell say. Tell your That's friends. It. Tell your friends and everybody else. And your enemies, too. We're a little off our game tonight. I know I'm feeling a little tired, but you know we'll, we'll do get, better next time. We totes will. We totes will be better because somebody else will be giving the story, and it'll be amazing. no. I've got some good ones. It's just the research is just. Take, I get yeah. it. I'm getting it now. The research takes a long That's time. That's what you said the last two times. I know, and it does. It takes a long time. We'll do Pappy Van Winkle one of these times, but it Pappy. needs to be just right. Elijah Craig needs to be just right. We're doing Elijah Craig right now. No, no, no. The history the of Elijah story. Craig. Oh. The story of Elijah Craig. I'm sure it's not as fascinating. Oh, as it is. It is, actually. It's more fascinating than Elijah Wood. I love Elijah Wood. What did he got that uh, I not got? Wood. <laughs> Who's Elijah Wood? What the? You know what? Forget it. I'm done. You've heard it. You can't unhear it. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>